Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the His and Her Rewatch podcast, where we watch movies that he likes and watch movies that she likes. I'm the His, Caleb, and with me, as always, my busy wife, the Her, Megan. Megan, welcome back to another episode of our podcast. <laughs> That's right. Thank you for having me. And I'm actually not as busy as I had been. We just got, well, we're still on fall break. Our kids are doing year-round school this year and for the first time, and we are enjoying a two-week fall break, um, which I, re- I didn't realize how many schools out there are actually on that year-round school thing, and I'm kind of liking it. I'm not going to lie. I kind of like being able to vacation in October. <laughs> there was. We went to Florida. Right. And that is the no best. No one's there. No one's there. That's the best time to go to Florida. Yeah, the weather was really nice. And I think we had more local experience. So, like, you know, when we were on the beach, it was a lot. It was just a lot of locals. We, were, we got to watch a lot of surfers because I guess October, you know, fall time is really good for surfing. And it was, it was still warm. Like, it was hot almost you know mid 80s yeah i think it could have got cooler i think it was threatening to get cooler yeah. where we were further south we were about middle of the state further south you went it was definitely warmer the right, water right. was still warm enough to yeah, get it was in. actually cooler at home than it was in florida which if y'all don't know we live in south carolina well, slash georgia but um i feel like it was like in the upper 70s here and then warmer in florida. it was a lot warmer yeah, yeah. So we did enjoy the good weather. Um, the sun goes down a little bit earlier. That was the only downfall. This <laughs> is yeah, that time of year. It's that sun true. goes down. <laughs> but that was fun. We had a good vacation. Uh, this is actually we've we've been off. We haven't recorded in like two weeks. Yeah, so, so it might be a little rusty. We're a little rusty. So so bear <laughs> maybe with better. us. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Refreshed. <laughs> we're in a, we'll we'll soon find out how. <laughs> We'll get we'll get into this episode. Do you have uh, what do you have? You want to talk about our socials? Yeah, or? let's talk about socials like we always do. We gotta plug our socials. That's right. Um, so if you aren't already following us on our socials, please go give us a follow. We do post. Um, we're not posting as regularly as I would like, but hopefully once my schedule slows down, I'm able to put more into it. Um, and we're next- and we're not doing it too much where it. It's aggravating for people. So we're trying to have a good balance. No, but I want to do more interaction with (laughs) people. Like I know we talked about in our last episode about doing a giveaway. Um, But that was for our 10th episode. That's right. So we're still running and we're still moving. Which number are we on? Eight? Is this eight? Nine. I don't know. You're supposed to be the one keeping up with it. I didn't do it. I know. We'll have to find out. Hang on. Well, it should be an odd number. So yeah, maybe it is nine. Yeah, I think it is nine. Nine. Okay, yeah. So our next episode, this yeah. is the downfall of uh, I was, I was recording been... in advance. <laughs> well, I, I was started editing our last episode. I'm like, yeah, that was the eighth one. So yeah, anyways. That yeah, okay. Nine. So our next episode, it'll be a her podcast episode because um, hers are even and the his are uneven. Or obviously uneven, but odd, also odd. <laughs> um, so yeah, on our tenth episode, we will talk about our giveaway. So make sure remind our future self <laughs> to talk about that because we'll be taking another couple weeks of break. I'll be going out of the country actually, and um, yeah, I was thinking about it. This episode will air. Will while I'm post gone. air like we're on it. We're on the air live. <laughs> live. Thank God no, we're, we're not live. <laughs> We are, uh, this episode that we're talking about, The Hunt for Red October, will be dropped while you're in Costa Rica. Yes. 
after this episode, we'll talk about our 10th episode. So on our 10th episode, we're going to talk about our giveaway, and we'll be putting that on our social media. Let's bring it back to social media. Right. So if you aren't already following us, make sure you do, at least by then. Um, but I would just go ahead and do it now because we're cool people, and we're hopefully going to have more interaction. But it's at his and her rewatch and that's a and d for the and and then we're also on facebook um we may do another giveaway so basically we'd have like two separate giveaways one for instagram one for facebook don't know what we're going to give away yet but it'll be something that you will want it won't be like a free ebook or something a signed <laughs> uh headshot of me yes. that's what we should give away sign yeah. headshots <laughs> Don't think anyone will want that. No. Maybe your mom. <laughs> or or your friend Tim. <laughs> Probably. Um, <Is> it but <laughs> frame. Yeah, sign. and then on Facebook it's uh at his and then the and sign, her his and her rewatch. Yeah. Yeah. But um that was a long intro about our socials. So yeah. this is gonna be a fun episode. <laughs> yeah. For dragging it out. Yeah. And I just wanna Keep preface jumping. this with before we start this movie. I'm not an idiot, okay? Because I feel like this movie really made me feel stupid. <laughs> okay. No, we'll okay. get it. Hold on, we'll, we'll, we'll start talking about it. Let's do. And that's not on Caleb. Caleb does not make me feel stupid ever. He's super smart and intelligent, especially when it comes to history and war stuff. And I think a lot of that has to do with your grandpa and all that. And plus, it just I feel like history in general is more of a, and I'm probably going to upset a lot of people, more, it is more of a masculine no, feel I mean, that's fair. to it, you know. I mean, it's I mean, about obviously war. that's not that's not that's exception. Like this, just in general, yes, yes. There's obviously women that do sexist. and men that don't. I know, but, but no, I, yeah. I, I, that's fine. Yeah, but, but I yeah, mean, if no, we think of gender norms, that's what you think of. No, like somebody yeah. that's going to be more history focused, or or they're going to be more into military or more into. And that's Even not to excuse my stupidity. No. I know my, um, I did go through high school and I did go to college and I did study these things, but I have been removed from that. And you removed from it. And you know, for a very long time. you just don't have an interest and that's fine. And I do, but to me. Like I, I knew when I picked this movie, you're not a military. Yeah. You're not a, you don't like military movies. I mean, there's probably some that you. I don't know. Is there any military movies that you enjoy or like? I or love war? The Patriot. The, the Patriot, Patriot, I've seen so many times, yeah. and I love that That's movie. It's a good story. And I watched it. I'm pretty it. sure I watched it the first time in high school when they showed it to yeah. us. But I do, and I and I think they do a good job of making it historical. And those are, that's, that's one of the one historical events that I remembered because... Yeah. You know, it's just a great movie. In well, general, I will but. say I'm not a big, big into military and war movies. I do enjoy good ones. There's a couple there's, I like quite a few military. Like I've this is not a war movie. This is a military movie. Right. Right. No but war, it does take but it is, place. But it is. But it is. Has military, to do with like yeah. the government, the military right. and and conflict. Well, I just know our our youngest son. He's only eight years old, but he loves history. Oh my gosh! And he yes. asks questions all the time, and I'm like, dude, I don't know. Yeah, he <laughs> and he's too little to like Google it. So yeah. I'm like, just ask your dad. <laughs> I know he always talks about the presidents. He has favorite presidents, and yeah. didn't he want to be George Washington for Halloween? 
Didn't he talk about something being about or that. Abraham Lincoln this, or something? Recently, his favorite historical person is George Washington Carver. <laughs> don't know why. <laughs> where? I don't know. Like, like, they're not even talking about that in school. So I, I literally know. don't know where he they gets They did talk about that last year at some point. They I talked guess. About Maybe it. Maybe it came back up but again. It, I don't funny. know. But it's, yeah, he's a, he's a character. He does. Yeah. <laughs> so just wanted to preface with that more. But I will say, I did what I was talking about, because I, do, I don't like... I'll, I'd like the the more further historical military and war movies. Like I don't like the ones that are set in modern, more modern times, like in in uh, Afghanistan or oh yeah, yeah. Or, or things like that. I guess it's too close to home. Yeah. And then I really don't like any. I really don't like any history movies that are like like two years ago. Like I see right. there was something that came out recently. I'm like that just happened in. <laughs> Real life, like, why are we making a movie about that, a reenactment about that? So I think a lot of those, like, there's some really good ones that are set in, like, Desert Storm, or not Desert Storm, but, you know, Afghanistan and, and our, in the, over there in the Middle East. There's some good ones that I like, but I just, I don't really care to watch them a lot of times. And so I do like the older, the older ones that are more World War Two or Revolutionary War and things like that, but. Yeah. Uh, more further removed from current stuff is is, is better. Right. So I just wanted. So anyways. I just want to make sure that. And again, this is not a history podcast. No. We're literally just reviewing this movie. I don't want to offend anyone who is in the military <laughs> or was. And I'm like, oh, I'm so nervous about it because I mean, I did come from a naval background. My grandfather was in the navy. He, Were both your grandfather or one was in just I the don't know. army? I don't know. Uh, no, I know. I think he was a... I don't know if he was a pilot. I know my uncle was in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming he was as well, but I really don't know. My grandfather on my dad's side, he passed away when I was... Um, actually, when I was a lot older, I was probably like 9 or 10 when he passed away, but we didn't live as close to him. Mm-hmm. Um, he lived about four hours away, but we saw, you know, we saw him every once in a while, but... Um, I just don't know a lot about him. They that wasn't like something that they talked about a lot. But like with my other grandpa, grandpa, my my grandmother talked about it all the time, yeah. and then she, she had brothers who talked about it all the time. Yeah. And like your 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 grandma's brother who just mm-hmm. passed away at a hundred. Yes, he was like the family historian. <laughs> yes, and he. Like that, they he were was all, also in the navy, right? They were all in the was, military. I forget what he was in. Yeah, I'm trying to. I don't remember. I think it was in the navy. I think they all were in the navy. Navy, if I remember he, correctly. He fought, and he fought. They all in World War Two. World War Two. Right. They were. All I thought in World he War also II. fought. But in your grandfather. Vietnam. Vietnam? Uh, Is that wrong? More, I don't probably know. Probably Korean. Korean War. That's it. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But I know your grandfather. Uh, he was in the navy for mm-hmm. sure. Yes. I knew that, and he was on two boats that sank. Three. Three boats that three. sank. Three. Yes. He was on three ships. Oh, he was on the battleships. So, oh no, not the battleships. No. I'm sorry, the destroyers. Okay. Yes, he was. He was always the in the destroyers. Vehicles. Yes. The support. Yes. So ones it is kind protected of protected. It's likely the that they ones. do sink because that's their job. Right. Um. But. But he survived three yes. sunken ships. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And yep. was was he, was he he was married to? Yes. Yeah. The, he married. Um. Actually, he. I found the, this out just recently too. Uh-huh. He actually went. Um. What do you call it? Enlisted. Mm-hmm. Um. He was only seventeen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happened a lot. Yeah, I did. And so he lied. And so um, for the longest time, which he already knew my grandma then, 
I don't know if they were married. I don't think they were married when he left. I think they had just met, and okay. so they kept in contact through letters. And so she had all those letters still, which was really oh. cool. Um, and then I think that they got married when he got back Probably. from Vietnam. I mean, um, from World Korean War. No, no that was which World one was II. first? World War Two. World War Two. Okay, yeah. when he got back from World War Two. See, I told you guys, I don't know my order. Um, he was not in the Korean War for very long. He actually got um, discharged with the Purple Heart. I forget oh, really? how he got injured or something. Um, which he ended up dying from lung cancer. Never smoked cigarette a day in his life. Um, which they. They say that's very common with the atmosphere in the submarines and in the boats and stuff that um, whatever is in that Better area. quality. Yeah. Which I don't know if it's like radiation like this movie talks about. I don't know. But uh, my grandma swore, you know, that's what it was. I'm sure. He only he was only 60s. Yeah. I, I'm assuming maybe 70s. I don't know. Yeah. I wish my grandmother just passed away this year, too. And so I wish... You know, she wasn't in her right mind for the past few years, but I loved hearing her stories and she loved telling them. Yeah. And I wish I remembered more. <laughs> but yeah. I just don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they're all written down. And, and oh, yeah. I'm sure my, my um, great, my great, great uncle? uncle. I guess it'd be your great uncle. Yeah. yeah. So I thought maybe it might be a, a great, great uncle. Because he has like a family book he wrote. Yeah. He has a family tree that I've looked at. I had a project in high school, I mean, in college, and had to do a family tree. And it was already done for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but i almost feel like after watching this movie i was like you know so my my sister my sister's husband um actually just retired from the navy um, yeah, that's right. a that's few right. years ago and he would be a great guest we should have had him on the uh, show yeah. he worked on uh, he was on uh I'm trying to remember what kind of ship he was on he was on a carrier i'm not sure but he I'm knew because sure it was so funny because well. i don't know if he'll listen to this he's so funny uh we went and toured the aircraft carrier in Charleston. Yes. When they were living in Charleston. And he was like our personal tour yes, guide. Yes, it was so awesome. <laughs> I'm like, okay. The kids loved it. Was, yeah, the kids loved yes, it. Learned For so me, many it was a little things. much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. You <laughs> do learned, you, man. We learned so many things. And so that was one thing taking taken them from this movie is like, I, I didn't have, I didn't know, I have no idea what was going on. Yeah. Like, because they, it was like legit submarine dog <laughs> no they were and and we'll get into it but the the writing of it was very detailed and then and we'll go ahead and get into it you want to get into sure, it let's, let's get, get into, into it. it all right so we're talking about the uh we are just moving out 1990 film hunt for red october the most brilliant commander in the soviet navy Remy has trained most of their officer corps He's nearly a legend in the submarine community. The most deadly submarine ever built. This thing could park a couple of hundred warheads off Washington. Nobody'd know a thing about it until it was all over. Once more, we play our dangerous game. With our old adversaries, the American Navy. His plan is a mystery. A man with your responsibilities reading about the end of the world. Apparently, he has suffered a kind of nervous breakdown in which he announced his intention his missiles on the United States. He wants to help you hunt him down, kill him. Open the outer doors, firing point procedures. Yeah, I know. I could never remember. I said, what are, what, are we looking for Red October? What's it called again? <laughs> yeah, and you didn't like the name of... Now, after you said, but while we were starting the movie, you thought this was a stupid name for a movie. 
Now, after watching the movie, do you think that was a still stupid name, or do you think it was a well? Good I name? Also, after learning more about it, I realized it's from a book. Yes, <laughs> I didn't realize this was okay. Jack Ryan series. Yeah, didn't have a clue. Yeah, uh, like I said, I went into this not knowing anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, no. I mean, I think it could have just been Red October. It probably would have been October. fine, but I mean. It, it oh, I think it's a great name. It's yeah. a great. It'd be a great name for. It's a great name for a book, especially. And so, yeah. I think it's. I think it was good. I do want to talk about the the book portion of it um, in a minute um, as we get into a little bit. But this movie, which I thought was interesting, that it was a uh, the Hunt for Red October had a thirty million dollar budget, and I'm like, that's very conservative budget for a movie like this it yeah. looks a lot more expensive and 30 million dollars like, like most of it did take place like on a sound stage it, it, in the yeah, submarine for sure but there were like submarines i mean i don't know it's a good cast i don't know how much they 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 chart you know they they had to pay them yeah i'm sure sean connery was not cheap no i'm sure he wasn't <laughs> but i was like i was like okay 30 million dollars and i know that's conservative i know that's a low kind of a lower budget that you would expect from a movie like this a military movie so i'm like well how much uh, we we did the Batman movie and that came around they came out a year before this. How much did was that budget? And it was um it was supposed to the Batman nineteen eighty nine was supposed to have a thirty five million dollar budget, but it escalated to forty eight million dollars. Wow. And this movie just looked more expensive. I don't know, to me. Um so I guess so. I mean I could just there was a lot of sets that were the same, so definitely I think they just Use their money wisely. It planned well. Yeah, and they, um, they did reuse a lot of the sets for, and just used a different color theme. I don't know if you paid attention. I saw that. That was kind of interesting. But uh, it it made a uh, hundred twenty two million dollars domestically and two hundred million dollars worldwide. So that's a good return. There were uh, it ranked fifth in the box office that year. Uh, so this is you know how. Uh, do you know what other movie from 1990 that we've already watched? What? Pretty Woman. <gasps> nice. That was another one. <laughs> did it beat that one? Uh, no, Pretty Woman <laughs> was the second one. So we we did talk about this. It was. And you uh, rated it so low. It was Ghosts. Ghosts <laughs> was the number one movie that year. Pretty Woman, Home Alone, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and then Hunt for Red October. A little recap if you haven't seen if you haven't listened to our Pretty Woman podcast episode. Go uh, back and listen. Go back and listen to that one. <laughs> But what episode? That was episode two? two. Yeah. Yeah, that was my first pick. Yeah. That was such a long time ago. Yeah, just feel like it and was that's though. That's actually, like a long time ago. <laughs> All right. So this was re- released in March second of nineteen ninety. It was nominated um, at three nominations for the Academy Award: one for best sound editing, uh, one for best editing, and it won for best effects and sound effect editing. So this is an Oscar-winning um, film. Nice. I could see that. Yeah. All right. So like we talked about, this is a book. It's based on a Tom Clancy right. um, novel named Hunt for Red October. Do you know, have you ever heard of Tom Clancy? Yes. Yes, I have. Okay. And he does a lot of, I don't expect you to have ever read any of Tom Clancy's. Absolutely not. Well, I know you picked up one of them, right? And that was one you tried to read a couple years ago. Uh no series you said it was like kind of based off of James Bond kind of stuff are you sure it was a no I didn't I don't think Tom, I, it was, it was a James, Tom Clancy it was a James Bond book I don't know you never tried to read the Jack Ryan books 
Uh-uh, I never did. Oh, I thought you did. I Maybe I read. just thought you did. Yeah. I know you, you don't, thought, but I thought... You I thought I should. <laughs> Maybe that was it. Read Maybe a, I was going to gift it for you. You were like, read a book, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, a, not a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, So, Tom Clancy, uh, this, mo- this book, Hunt for Red October, Hunt for Red October, was his first book, actually. Yeah, he wrote 1984, which was surprising how successful that book was, considering it was his first book. Uh, now, he was the same one who did all the Die Hard ones, right? No. No. Okay. I thought that was the same person. No. No. Tom Clancy does military, okay. um, a lot of military style books and things. So I, w- I want to read this. I got off of a website. I don't know. But this will summarize a little bit about the book and things and his his career uh, says the book the book in reference to the hunt for red october was very detailed and extremely savvy when it came to the um, machinations of the military and cold war politicians in fact clancy's editor at the naval institute press had him eliminate details which trimmed the novel down uh, trimmed the novel by 100 pages wow in all he wrote 28 books Mostly fiction, but also military-themed nonfiction books. Clancy plays 17 books on the New York Times bestseller list, uh, many which hit number one. His um, Orville uh, accounted uh, for sales of 100 million copies, making him one of the all-time most popular writers in history. Wow. So, yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I've, that's I've an, heard of him before. Yeah. I mean, it's very, I think he has, it's very impressive. Yeah. What he's what he's done and books and now was a lot of his book writing in the movie. I don't know how much adaptation. I think I saw that he did enjoy the adaptation of okay. his book to this because I felt like um, okay. Let me. I just want to say. While I was watching the movie, I was very confused and lost and almost bored. Yeah. But I feel like I've never watched a movie where I didn't understand it until the next day. Like... Uh, This one caught up to you later on? Yes. Okay. Is that not bizarre? Yeah. I mean, there's a couple movies where it has done that. Not that I didn't understand it, but like... The whole, as a whole, it kind of like, like I, that's why I think it's, it's a good film. I will say it is a good film because it, it had me thinking because, right. you know, I don't like to feel, you know, ignorant. I want to figure it out and want to know what was going on. Right. Um, and so before I did any research or whatever, you know, cause I didn't want to sound like a complete idiot on who people were, what they were. Um, but I figured it out. Like I was still thinking about it. The next day of yeah. like what was going on, why this was this. Like I understood like at the end, the like reasons I understood certain that plot points yes. were happening. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Now I understood at the like, end. Why of the didn't movie, they just do this? Or right. Why didn't they just do this? And and it made more sense as you thought it out. Yes. I mean, I understood at the end of the movie what happened. Right. Like that part was a slow burn for me. <laughs> like what was going? Because I feel like a lot of movies. Especially back then, you know, they have very easy plots to figure out, you know, like, you know, what's going to happen. They're very much like a formula. But I feel like this movie wasn't that way. You were kind of like, at least for me, because I don't know a lot of military jargon, so I didn't really know what was going on. Um, Like, I could never figure out when they said that he was um, defected. Defected, yeah. Yeah. 
and I, and a lot of it I think had to be not that not that um, like they could have used Alec the- Baldwin has an accent, but like the way he was using the word, I was confused. Like obviously now I think of okay, defected. Okay, he was like not trying literally ill, but like yeah. sick. So he was he was sick to them. So he was trying to leave that kind of thing. Like I got I got that now. Yeah, I think they used that word a lot, and they, they did. They could have uh, used. Uh, synonyms yes <laughs> or, or just explain <laughs> yeah. that word a little bit for but the audience to understand because like you yeah. said if somebody doesn't know military terms yeah like that's a common military term but if you don't know what defect means in reference to that uh then yeah you would like somebody couldn't follow along you're like what okay what they're doing there's like because there's three different things in the movie that they could which way it could have gone Right. right. And so that's what the whole thing was. They thought one thing, the other things, the other people thinking another, Jack Ryan's thinking another, and they're all trying to like, it's a very, uh, a chess game going on. Yes. And you're having to like figure out the, the pieces and what's, and what's going on. And, you know, the Russians are trying to say one thing, the Americans are trying to say another thing. Jack Ryan's got this idea of what's actually happening. And then you and got, nobody believes him. And then he Sean no Connery, <laughs> you're like, is he doing what he's thinking or what is he actually doing? And so you're, there's a, there's a good, that's what I really enjoy about this. Cause it's really good writing. Yes. Like I agree. it's good. It's good. That's writing. why I asked that about the, about Tom Clancy. Like if he had any say in yeah. the writing or at least the dialogue, I mean. Okay. I got yeah. you. I feel like I could see how this was a book and how it would be easier to follow in a book right. form. Um, and that's why, and I do think it adapted well to a film. It was just a little more confusing um, like maybe if you read the book, you would probably understand it a lot better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a slow burn. And I, I think that, um, I think that's good. Like, I think that's yeah. a good thing. Well, this movie, like you said, it doesn't have, it's a, it's like a military thriller. It's not a military action. Mm-hmm. It's not right. a war movie. There's not a lot of just action, big yeah. action sequences. It really relies on story and plot and acting and, to, to captivate the audience to watch it. So right. um, that's what, that's why I think it's, it's real well-written and well-paced and, and good, a lot of good moments um, and, and good suspenseful um, moments that keep you intrigued the whole time. And so, yeah, I, I even wrote down a note. Okay. I wrote, uh, I said, it was interesting watching Jack Ryan piece together all the clues and try to convince other people around him that of Ramius's true intentions, um, despite not having any proof. Right. Like he didn't have any concrete proof, especially in the beginning. That's true. You know? Right. And it was just based off a hunch, which, uh, I mean, you kind of be like, okay. Well, his, his hunches are based on <laughs> evidence or information that he's getting. And he's okay. like, something's not making st-. He's like, yeah, this is, this is what you, they want you to think. Like, this is what the Russians want you to think, that he's wanting to do this. But based on this well, other the movie information, as well, because I don't think, at least in the beginning, almost through halfway through, I feel like the directing was wanting you to think that way as well. Because I didn't, right. he, especially because I didn't know what defect meant. I didn't right. know, so I'm like, what is he talking about? I'm like, yeah, he's about to go to the U.S. and bomb us. You right. know, like that was what I think. I think that's what the writers well, wanted the, you definitely, to think. Yeah. yeah. And then he had this little group on the ship with him that were, you know, wanting to do that as well, and. That was what I got. And I didn't understand. I didn't get it until the very end. Right. (laughs) Like the very end. The reason he was doing all of that, the reason he was trying to, to 
changed the orders that they had and they had they were having to go where they were going and I'm assuming it's like a military crew, exercise. It, yeah. Basically, what he's thing is, is the crew thinks it's a military exercise that they're doing. They're testing out this new state-of-the-art submarine, and and so they're that's what they're doing. They're going and really what they're he's telling the crew is they're going to go over to the United States and just go sit over there and basically flip them off and say, "Hey, we're here. We can go where we want to." And and they're all on board, but that's not what his goal was. Now, was the crew that was the higher up, like the other captains that he had that secret meeting in, uh-huh. were they all in on that? Yes. Like they knew that they were all defects? Yeah, that's what okay. Ryan was saying. He said he couldn't just do that on his own. He had right. had the other officers. Um, that's why they were so upset when he killed that guy. Because they were like, we didn't sign up for this. Right. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So again, it all came back whenever... Right. Because, again, I think a lot of that has to do with their accent. <laughs> I wish we had watched this with subtitles. I feel like such an old person. Well, I love watching stuff with subtitles now, <laughs> especially complicated movies like this that I've never seen before, so I can follow along a lot better. Because like, even after like looking at the quotes and stuff, I'm like, oh, that's a great line. Like, <laughs> I, I missed it, you know? Kind of like yeah. when we watched Clueless. Like, there were so many great lines that they go by so quick. Right. And you don't really see them um, or hear them, actually. But, um, but yeah. And we could talk about so some, let's, let's some talk, scenes that well, I liked. Or did you have some you want, more facts? I mean, we can talk about okay. some of the... Boring stuff. <laughs> some of the boring stuff. <laughs> but I did think notice to like the uh, director and the, and the actors and stuff. We got to give them their their props and stuff. So uh, John McTiernan uh, was the director. Uh, we'll just kind of skim through some of this. He's known for directing um, The Predator and Die Hard. Yeah, this was what I saw. I was like, what did I see? This is something about yeah, Die Hard. The director, yeah, he directed, the director. He directed okay, Die Hard, Die Hard with a Vengeance. The Thomas Crown Affair, um, and then this was a big one for for him as well. Uh, you had Alec Baldwin, as we talked about, as Jack Ryan. Uh, now, like you talked about in this Tom Clancy, he had he put ja- Jack Ryan is a is a common character in a lot of his uh, stories, and he also has several movies that have come out that star Jack Ryan. You've got uh, from the Tom Clancy movies that are Patriot Games and Clear and Pe- Present Danger, which Harrison Ford played Jack Ryan. Okay. And you have Some of All Fears. Uh, ben Affleck plays Jack Ryan. Okay. Uh, you have Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit, and Chris Pine what? plays Jack Ryan. Um, uh, also, there was a... Tom, Tom Clancy movie on Amazon Prime. It's not Jack Ryan. It's but it's uh, Without Remorse. Stars uh, Michael B. Jordan. Okay. Um, and then obviously you have the Jack Ryan series on Amazon right. Prime with John Krasinski. Yes. And so you also have Tom Clancy's done other things. Um, he's also uh, there's a big video game series. There's several of them like Rainbow Six. Splinter Cell and uh, Ghost Recon, which are big video games with Tom Clancy's name on it, and sure. actually, I think they're making those into movies. Really? Those. those uh, so, yeah. so not only uh, if you want to talk about something that is so far removed from me, besides history, is a video game, yeah. <laughs> unless it's Mario or Sonic. I don't know anything <laughs> about it. <laughs> well, that's what I, was, I did see that they were making. They were trying to. I guess they're trying to make some Rainbow Never Six, Splinter Cell, and Ghost Recon movies. So. I think I've heard of a recon, but uh, that maybe that maybe ghost recon. Up. I think that was there was 
Ain't that the uh, Mission Impossible? Oh, yes. Ghost Recon? Ghost I think something? so. Something like that. Maybe it's not. Yeah. It was Recon 6 or whatever. Recon no, it was 5. Ghost. Is that like... It was Ghost like something. It was a Ghost explosion Recon. Explosion or something. I don't know. That's Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol. Yes. Good job. We did that. I'm trying to think. <laughs> not a very old movie. Total Recalls, I'm thinking. No. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Is that a movie too? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a movie. It's oh, a totally okay. <laughs> All right. So Alec Baldwin plays Jack Ryan. Uh, they had Kevin Costner turn down the role. Really? And yeah, he turned down the role to do direct and star in Dances with Wolves, okay. which actually became, which was the best film that year. Academy I haven't Wolves. seen that and I want to see that. As Dancing with Wolves? Yeah. Yeah, we should do that one. Don't know anything uh, about it, Harrison, <laughs> but I've heard, I've heard it many times. And then uh, Harrison Ford turned down the role, but later ended up playing Jack Ryan in Oh, so he played after films. this. He played after okay. it, but nice. he was offered a role and turned it down, but then ended up coming. Well, maybe playing that was it. just not for him. That maybe this wasn't his role. I do, I do say that Alec Baldwin. That's got to be like the best Alec Baldwin movie yeah. I've seen. I don't, I don't know. Besides Beetlejuice. Well, him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He was, in, he was in Beetlejuice, wasn't he? Yes, he was. That's what you know. That's one thing that I read too was that you know he wasn't a very big actor. No, you know the Beetlejuice was pretty much his first big film that he did. And then this one. And then this one was yeah. after that. Yeah. So these, that, yeah, that was his. That's when he this really was kind got of his, his big break. Th- yeah, yeah, this was his big break. Uh, really started his career. And I read, <laughs> I read an article. I don't know if you read the same one, but um, he was saying how. Oh, I know what it was. It was an interview he was he had done with somebody, and he was talking about Sean Connery, and he was like, oh, "I can run circles around Sean Connery, you know, all like this acting, stuff." Yeah, acting circles. Yeah, yeah. It, really? You know how he is. He's so oh, cocky. Which yeah. I think he was half joking, but then I'm he sure. said he never met him. So then he said oh. he first the first time he met him, he was in his. Um, his uniform. Oh, for real? And wearing like a killer wig. Like, so like that was not his hair. They said it was a uh, toupee, I guess. Yeah, not it was wig. some kind of wig. It was like there. a killer toupee. And he's also a lot taller than Alec Baldwin. And so he said, I felt so insignificant in that moment. <laughs> just like, <laughs> so you know, like meeting him in like his presence. Yeah. I <laughs> just mean, like definitely. knocked him down a few pegs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's why I hadn't seen that. That's yeah. I I think Alec Baldwin's I like him a lot at Thirty Rock. Yeah, I think he was great in Thirty roles, Rock yeah. as a comedy role was great. I think this was his best movie I've seen. Man, I'm just not a big Alec Baldwin guy. Yeah, he played this know. one pretty straight. You know, I, I liked good. him in this one too. And then you have Sir Sean Connery playing um, Sean Connery. Uh, Marco Ramos. I present you the ballistic missile submarine Red October. My officers and I request asylum in the United States of America. Uh, Sean Connery. Yes. Sir Sean Connery, because he he's a knight. He's knighted. Oh, okay. I thought he was being funny. No, he's Sir. <laughs> nice. Sir Sean Connery. Okay. <laughs> and then he did pass away in 2020 at the age of 90. Oh. Uh, and he's also obviously most known for playing the original James, James Bond. Bond. Yes. Bond, James Bond. And then I like him. I like one of his, one of my favorite movies of his is The Rock, the 1995 movie, The Rock. Have you ever seen that? With, um, nope. The Nicholas only rock Cage? that I know is The uh, Rock. The Rock. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock. Dwayne Rock Johnson. Do you smell The Rock? That's a different rock. No, The Rock is, is, uh, it's about Alcatraz and Sean Connery. Is, uh, and uh, oh, who else who'd is I in say, that? Who'd I say? Uh, Nicholas Cage. Okay, I have I've seen pit, bits and pieces. Yeah, we like, might do it. that on one. The website, that yeah. one's gonna, definitely going to be one of the ones we watch for 
our I podcast. I like Nicolas Cage. I know a lot of people out there that don't like him, but yeah. I really do. There's I like a, him as an he actor. He makes a lot. He makes a lot of good movies, but he 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 never turns down a role. So he play, he. Yeah, he fails. He a lot fails too. a lot of them too. So, <laughs> but I do like him, and most of the things I've seen him in. Yes. Yeah, I, I think, think he's he, a very good. Um, what do you call it? Uh, um, method actor. Method, okay. <laughs> yes, or overactor. Overactor, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, like I said, he has a role. He does not turn down roles. Yeah. It's hilarious. Uh, you've got James Earl, and I will go through some of these. A lot of these other names. There's a lot of familiar faces in this film. Sam Neill. I know Sam him. Sam Neill. There's yes. a lot of them. Uh, the, a big, a big name is James Earl Jones. Yes. That guy has a presence about him, a voice that's mm-hmm. unrecognized. I mean, it's yeah. He has a uh, you know, very recognizable voice. Very recognizable <laughs> voice, distinguished. Yeah, for sure. You know, he does the voice of Darth Vader in uh, Mufasa from Lion King. Mufasa. Mufasa. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's 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 all, he's amazing um, actor and everything. So then you've got Scott Glenn as the cat. He's the captain of the USS Dallas. Um, now I only he's. Like all these guys have had really great careers, and I've only recognized them in a few things though. Like Scott Glenn, he plays Stick in the Daredevil series on Net that came out on Netflix. He he's I recognize him immediately from that. He's the one that trains Daredevil. Oh, okay. Um, you got Sam Neill that you mentioned. He's best known for being in Jurassic Park. Yes, that's, I knew it right away. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> uh, you got Tim Curry. The he's a doctor from the, the Red oh, October. God, God. <laughs> I, I all I see is um, yep, um say it uh shoot I can't Home Alone two no well that <laughs> that's all I can Home Alone two and um the Muppets no um what are you talking what are you talking about the Halloween movie oh he was in isn't the, he in that it no. The musical one. You've probably never seen it before. Uh, I'm going to look it up. I was going to say Little Shop of Horrors, but that's not it. It's something similar to that because I always get those two mixed up. Um, dang it, what's the name of that movie? The Rocky Horror Picture yes, Show? Yes, Rocky, Rocky Horror, Horror Picture Pic- Show. Yes. Dang. Have you seen that no. before? You've never seen think, it? I don't think I've seen that You wouldn't one. like it. I don't think so. <laughs> it would be a lot like Mulan <laughs> Rouge, I think. Except for we like a 70s? We should watch it. We should watch it. That's not my next pick. But... <laughs> you know? I'm, we're not making, you, I'm not wasting it. I'm just saying do what you want to do. I know. Not for the next one, like you're talking about. You can put but it on the list. But it'll be good for October. <laughs> but okay. it's I guess okay. So. No, we're running. It's not October. one of my favorites, but it is a classic. It's a cold classic for sure. Oh, okay. It's like Little Shop of Horrors type thing. Yeah. I got you. No, I was just. I only can see him as in Home Alone Two. Is yeah, but he's he's big in um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. He's the, the main guy. Oh, I got so you. So that's why. I, that's all I remember. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan? Is it Stellan? Uh, Skarsgård, he's Stalin. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but he's the uh, he, I forget his name. Skarsgård, that's uh, familiar. Plays the guy from uh, Thor and the event and the Avengers. He's he's the older guy that go. It's a it's in, he's in Thor the original and. Oh oh oh! The crazy the, guy, the professor guy. The professor, gotcha. yeah. What okay, was okay. his name? Oh man, I, I had it earlier. Professor heard, something, yeah. Um, it's yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he's in that. He plays. He's the captain of the submarine that gets blown up at the end. Okay, cool. And then you got Jeffrey Jones. Uh, he's had a good 
good career. He's got a couple of good good movies, but I only can ever remember him from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He's the principal from Ferris yes. Bueller. <laughs> Me too. That's all I, I was trying to figure out who he yeah. reminded me of. That's it right there. Yeah, so there's a lot of recognizable faces, a lot of young recognize yeah. like i can't believe how young alec baldwin I know, is I know. jet black hair and stuff like sean connery he's been old for a long time though. yeah he looks the same <laughs> yeah he's the same for like three decades um so and you had like like you said you had never seen this before never this, heard of it never even heard of it never heard of it never heard of it okay right. Which, i mean i've heard i do know who tom clancy is and i know yeah. i knew it was jack ryan series i knew Tom Clancy did the Jack Ryan series. I didn't know that that's what this was. Okay. Yeah, never heard of it. Oh yeah. So, I feel so sad not ever heard ever heard of it. Yeah. I feel like it's a big cult film. It's a big movie. Yeah. It's a big. I mean, for anybody that's male yeah. tendency, like we talked about, yeah. a lot of males would really well, enjoy like said, this movie. You know, like I've said before, it, it was just me and my sister, my dad. I don't. I'm sure he did watch this movie, but he was a big Trekkie, and so that's all I remember. Watching with Star Trek and uh, Andy Griffith. Andy Griffith, yeah. And, you know, growing up in the 80s, we just didn't watch a lot of movies. Like, if we did, it was like Little Mermaid and yeah. Cinderella. <laughs> what, you know, what we wanted to watch. But you don't know what they watch. You right. Know, adult, saying, adults watched. watched. They watched it, yeah. it and stuff. They didn't. They just don't want to introduce it to you. No. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't their... I mean, he probably wouldn't think I would like it. No, so. yeah. They're not going to waste their time. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah. you like Little Mermaid. You might want to watch yeah, right? Hunt for Red October. It's an ocean. It is. <laughs> he did say he's seen a mer- mermaid before yeah. in the movie. Maybe he saw Ariel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, I got to admit, though, because I had seen this. I know I've seen this, and I knew I really... I hadn't seen it in so long. I had forgotten a lot really? of this movie. <laughs> and I was watching it, and I'm like... Yes, I do I remember it. I really like Yeah, well, I, you know, I really enjoyed watching it again. I just don't remember when I watched it, how long it's been, and all that. But I just remember it being a really good movie. I remembered correctly. <laughs> <laughs> now, all right, so this is a submarine movie. Mm-hmm. Now, I got to say, this is... Took place during the Cold War. Well, I got yes. that part. So, this is... What's well, interesting, I saw this, that this movie was going to be set in current time, which would have been 1990. Okay. But between filming and the movie coming out, Russia had done away with the communist party as in, uh, so the cold war really had ended during that time. And so, which the producers and the studios, they thought this was going to be very confusing. It wouldn't be relevant anymore right. and the, it wouldn't go over as well. So that's why in the very beginning, they put the crawl that is set in 1984. And that's why they gotcha. put it back okay. in 1984, the opening crawls. That so, makes sense. Yeah. Plus, that's when the book came out. So I guess that's, well, like, yeah. that's a good nod to it. But so I do think this is one of the best submarine movies. And I talked to a buddy of mine, told him we watched this movie. I'm like, do you think, I was like, do you think this is one of the best? He's like, yeah, probably. He said, either that or like Crimson Tide's a good one, uh, which is uh, Denzel Washington and Gene Hackman. That's that is a good movie. Yeah, uh, I can't think of another submarine yeah, movie. So a, and then you got U five seven one, which is another really good one. Now go ahead and tell me about you. Pretty much told us your feelings on it. Well, I mean, really... I have. Um, I didn't like. I said I told you last night. I was like, please don't be surprised. I'm probably not going to bring much to the table. But yeah. like I said, when I, I slept on it, I went and did a little research. And so um, I just didn't think I was going to have anything to even I talk was, about. I was worried about it. And we were watching <laughs> I'm like, man. I was like, uh, 
uh, when I first thought about it. And then after watching it, I'm like, she might end up liking this one. I wasn't <laughs> sure. And then you were giving me hints that I don't think you really liked it. And so I, this has been a wave of I don't know what you're really thinking about this movie. Well, I mean, I did have some favorite scenes that stuck mm-hmm. out to me. Um, uh, I think my favorite scenes were, and I don't know who these people are, like the ambassador, the Russian ambassador with the Mr. Pelt guy. I don't know who Mr. Pelt was. Or At first I thought he was the president. Yeah, he wasn't then the I president. Then I thought he was like just, the prime, not prime minister, but like Secretary the, of State um, or something. Yeah, Secretary of State. But the, I don't know. I guess they don't ever really say, because he says he's a politician, but he doesn't yeah. say who his title was. Yeah, I'm not sure what the title would be, the person that talks to the directly to the ambassador, Russian ambassador. But yeah. But they didn't they didn't address him in any formal way. Yeah. It was just Mr. Pelt or whatever his first name was. Um but I love the scenes with him and the ambassador. I thought I mean and I got those in those moments. I mean they, I they were like, they were funny. Yeah, they were funny because you know that they're they're playing a oh, political they're, oh, they're yeah, playing yeah, a political yeah. game yeah. Again, to each other. The audience kind of knows that. And they're like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, he doesn't believe anything this Russian guy's saying right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, he already knew what he was coming there right. for. You know what I mean? Like, I think he already. But they already had, had their had intelligence. Like, yeah. the U.S. already had better intelligence from what they were going to get from the Russian ambassador. Right. So he was basically just like saying, like, okay, are you going to talk out of your butt? Or are you going to exactly tell like, me what you want to say? Exactly. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, he goes, oh, you lost another submarine. <laughs> that was one of my favorite quotes. I know. Like. So let me tell, let me tell, so tell me this, you, you lost another one? <laughs> yeah, we're like, maybe we'll find it some other time. I know. One of our submarines, an Alpha, was last reported in the area of the Grand Banks. We've not heard from her for some time. Andre, you've lost another submarine? Um, so I really like those scenes together. Um and then um, I really liked the scene in the submarine with Ramius and Captain, the other Captain, uh, Vasily, I'm assuming. The one, I... the one from the his USS friend. Dallas. No, no, no. No? The Captain Ramius with his, oh, his... colleague. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. His yeah, right when they were talking about uh, what they were going to do when they got to America. Oh, yeah. I thought that was so moving when they talked about all that. And it was so much sadder when he died. Yeah. You know, And I, th- I kept thinking that scene was going to... Like something else was going on. Like they were doing something behind his back. Yeah. And he was like trying to see if, but it really wasn't. It never I know. I wasn't quite way. sure if this guy was going to be loyal to him. Yeah. Because like, it, it kind of During that, that part, way. it looked like he was going to, like you said. Murder was, him or something. It, yeah. He, they, were, <laughs> they were seeing if he was noticing some, some the other stuff that was going on, but. Like it never, right. nothing ever happened. No, and yeah, I, just, I, I just thought that was, and it was, it set up that last part where he ended up dying and saying, I sure wish I could have seen Montana. Yeah. You know? I'm like, oh, that's so sad. I, to <laughs> I know. I would like to have seen Montana. And then uh, when the Americans boarded the Red October for the first time, that was like the longest awkward pause. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they just like both staring at each other, like, all right. Are, like and I just we like good? We their, good? yeah their eye their eye language or their facial uh, impressions impressions were like like yeah like you said uh you good They're you like, good oh Americans come on down <laughs> I know I know so I thought that was uh because they're all going on, at that point they part. don't know what's going on they don't they're going on a hunch that they're going to welcome them. And they're like, do they know what we know? Yeah. You know, like the Russians are like, do they know we're not trying to hurt them? You yeah. know? And so, you know, Jack Ryan, he has a stronger hunch than anybody else. Right. So they're kind of just 
going off of what Jack Ryan wants to say and what he wants to do. And um, I thought that was pretty cool with the Periscope thing. I don't even know how they did that, but cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming that's with Morse code. Morse code, yeah. yeah. But, um, and then I like, again, the part where he's like, um, give me one signal, you know. Right. And he's like, blast. but Captain, no, give me one, please. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, those were my, and then obviously the last scene with um, Ryan and Ramius were, was really moving. Going through the river on the top, on the boat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good, there were, uh, those are good scenes. Uh, one that really stood out to me was the, it was very, there was a lot of good, like I said, there's really good pacing in this movie. Yeah. During that, it took a little bit to get started. Right. But there were some good scenes, and they do a really good job of mixing the the slow moments, the ebbs and flows, some of the dramatic or the suspenseful, the, the captivating moments of, you know, different things that they did. Even with the submarine, you're like, how are they going to make this so interesting? But they do a really good job. Yeah, of, the, of the whole drama. thing with the turning was yeah. so, I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm like thinking like, these guys can't see. They're yeah, going off of phenomenal. like of like sonar, and they're going off Math. of yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, and then you've got moments like one of my one of my favorite ones was was when Jack Ryan is trying to get on the USS Dallas in the helicopter. Oh that was God. a great scene. I was like, so frustrated with that whole thing, and and it and I loved how this is what I loved about this movie was the writing of how when you were thinking of certain thoughts, they ended up addressing those later on. Like, because when he's down, I'm like, why is he going there? They yeah. can't just send a fax or something. Yeah. And he has a great line. It says, next time Jack write a goddamn memo. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, yes, that's exactly yeah. what I'm thinking. Why the heck are you going to Alaska and going down this freezing water? And then... Not in Alaska. Oh, they're in the Atlantic. They they're in the Atlantic. Oh, Atlantic. Wherever. Right. It looked like Alaska to me. Yeah. Someplace cold. Doesn't Not matter. for a uh, Greenland and oh okay um but uh yeah and then these helicopter guys is being complete jerks and like well plus they probably don't want to be there well they're running out of gas right they're running yeah. out of fuel they're i mean but it's crazy what he's having to do and he's jumping around trying to get information from everybody and they're like they he's on a he gets flown to a aircraft carrier to get close to the action and then he sees U.S. Dallas, USS Dallas, it's like, okay, they got something going on over there. He's like, I need to get on that sub. And they're like, well, you can't get on that sub. Like, how are we going to get you there? And, you know, there's a lot of drama, like the fuel, like, you know, the fuel and stuff. So they did a really, really cool job. Oh, did you, uh, I know you didn't know this, but the the scene where they're on the aircraft carrier and there's a plane ex- explodes on the on the flight deck uh-huh. before yeah. it takes off, that's actually a stock uh, video from an accident, an actual accident that happened in, in like 1954 oh, wow. on an aircraft carrier. I mean, the, the pilot survived like with minor burns and scrapes. And, and I know that's a, a common thing. I've, I have watched actually, I don't know where I watched this from, but I watched a documentary about those, about just those people on the, on the flight deck yeah. that that's their job is to like, Put out get, fires and, yeah, and get, get put out fires and get planes in and how they do that. Yeah. And it's fascinating it how they do all that. Insane. Yeah. What the, the, the people that work on top. I just remember that I did that. Yeah. <laughs> Funny how those nuggets of information <laughs> just pop up in your brain. <laughs> That's yeah, when you have overload brain. <laughs> the, uh, you know, this movie really does uh, uh, sensationalize the U.S. Navy a lot of the way like Top Gun did for... Um, 
for the Air Force. Mm-hmm. And so they even did a, they even had like Navy recruit officers uh, or people or whatever at uh, theaters. Wow. Because they were expecting like a similar response, how Top Gun did for, so for cool. the Air Force. I'd be interested there to was, see those statistics. Yeah, really. <laughs> did you know, mm-hmm. I found a fun fact. Okay. Did you know that not a single shot was filmed underwater? <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I did not know that. But, but you probably figured that. I saw that, yeah. a lot of. Uh, I saw a lot of the, the how they did like the CGI of uh-huh. how they looked underwater. I'm right. like, so um, I do want to talk about that because what, the, what they did for for that was like CGI was in its infancy. Right. So they couldn't. They so they you're still using a lot of practical effects and everything. So what they did to make it look like these submarines were underwater is they used smoke and then they added CGI bubbles. And wow. particles, underwater particles. I would have never guessed that. I would have thought they were yeah. filming underwater. They, I mean, it well, looked I was, great. I was wondering. I was like, how did they not film underwater? Yeah. Like, obviously, I figured the submarines weren't underwater, but right. they were under a lot of underwater scenes. They showed Especially a lot of underwater. Yeah. yeah. And you could tell it was like some CGI stuff, like the torpedoes and stuff. They look kind of kind of weird. But yeah, the whole thing was like, it's just smoke and CGI. And so a lot of cool. I love practical effects like cgi has a good place but i hate they're going away with a lot of practical effects in movies and just relying on cgi so much yeah i used to watch this um i think it was on discovery channel or something but i used to watch how um what was it called but it basically showed how yeah i watched mythbusters i watched a lot of those <laughs> no they uh it showed how like how the films were done like the practical effects of how stuff was filmed and, and right, it was right. so oh, yeah, interesting like the craft of it yeah, yeah i think it is really cool and yeah creative. so so interesting i think like it'll get aliens. back to that i know i know photography is getting back to that you know with like film and then not using um just be more creative with how you create art yeah so i do think that i hope anyways that um video film will get back to well, th- because beginning as well it, yeah for sure because you, there's a lot of complaints going around with a lot of these movies because these cgi companies yeah. are being superman <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of the ones we've seen problems with in the in the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. it's like they're over it's they're overdone. overworking yeah. they're overworking these CGI and they're moving on to other projects so quickly and not doing a a good job. It's like some of these CGI from like the two thousands are doing better, look better than some of these. Yeah, uh, I agree. Like you should not it's like everything just made on a green screen. We'll just put everything in like. It shouldn't be that it's just, way. It's lazy. That's it, all it, it is. It is. It's, I mean, I guess like, you can say computer but you can do whatever. is, is artic, artistic as well. But I feel like with computer, you're letting the device take over the creative part and not the human, which is why a lot of like photographers are getting back into the film and like the art of developing your own film and having you know all of those um, factors being adjusted by humans and not your your technology yeah. and i think that is and plus we have all these um, ai and yeah <laughs> now that's a whole other thing <laughs> like i feel like photography is getting more towards film but then we also introduce ai which is really hard oh, to pass yeah, up <laughs> for sure but you're talking about how the practical because like look at the movie the recently the top gun maverick the most recent one you know that came mm-hmm. out like all those scenes in the airplane were filmed in actual airplanes flying around so yeah, that's their genuine reaction yeah. to them right, flying around right. yeah. and it just brings a better element to it uh to film I, I yeah, mean, to I the agree. acting and the, the way the things look and so if if somebody 
it, it asks a lot for the actors to, to act. To, on a green screen. To yeah. nothing. A lot of yeah. times you're like, okay, pretend there's a box here. You're like, okay. You know, yeah. and so maybe the actors have to do a lot yeah, harder. Yeah, maybe it's more of their craft. Yeah, that and they're like, are they actually going to do that and then change yeah. it to something else? But so anyways, yeah. So I thought that was interesting about the CGI. We got, yeah, a little, cool. got on a little tangent there. That's all right. But uh, I, I thought it was funny. The we we laughed at this when it came up the 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 flight attendant with Jack oh, Ryan yeah, yeah. with Jack Ryan's explaining what turbulence is <laughs> to the flight to attendant. The flight attendant. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? Get like, off, get off this okay. flight right now. <laughs> I'm like, that's probably the worst scene uh, yeah. in the movie. Which, and I get that he's they're trying to show his intelligence, right? But it could have been like the person next to him. Like, I don't like turbulence. Turbulence. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> like for real. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she didn't mean it that way, but I thought I took it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what that's what it looked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what was your favorite? Who's your favorite actor or in the movie? Do you have a favorite actor or worst actor in that that you pulled? Um, I do have to say, I have not seen a lot of Sean Connery movies. You know, all I've seen is really James Bond, and I feel like, eh, <laughs> like I'm not impressed. Like I was just kind of, you know, whatever. In the James Bond movies or yeah. this. In James Bond movies. Okay. And I don't know. I think a lot of it may be because sometimes I'm pressured to watch them. <laughs> More or less the being 60s. chosen. I they're 60s too. Yeah, but no. Um, I thought Sean Connery was fantastic in this movie. Um, especially him playing a Russian when he's not Russian. His Russian was fantastic. I was. Yeah. I thought he was going to speak Russian the whole time. You know? And I, he probably could have. But I thought his, um, his acting, especially with the character involvement of him being like this hard captain and people were scared of him to more of a soft relatable person and like you saw him as like well, a they, person not yeah they a made captain. him a likable yeah. guy yeah. that's what was that was really cool about this because like you said in the beginning you think he's He's just a, a villain, cra- a, yeah. a villain yeah. and he's a crazy guy. Yeah, and, and that's like, what they Russian were trying to make him seem. Yeah, like. yeah, and, and they so, maybe thought that. I don't know. And then, like, you thought that's was the orders, and then he kills that guy, and you're like, oh, oh my, my god, gosh, he's really, he terrible. Really, but he's then you make kill people. And then you really makes him into a likable, make him into a likable guy in this uh, captain in in this, and uh, to the very end. And so, yeah, I like his his the way they portrayed him, the way he acted, the way that he carried himself as that part um it was definitely very believable and i think he did carry this movie i mean everyone in this movie i thought did phenomenal acting did what they all did their part well yeah yes i agree i mean even the smallest parts you know um, I, can't, I can't remember that guy's name, the Mufasa voice. James Earl Jones? Yes, he was so good. Like, I was yeah. like, I was like, oh man, he's so good. He's just so good in everything, anyways. Yeah. But um, I also really enjoyed Sam Neill. Um, also, just because I have a soft spot for Sam Neill yeah. because of nostalgia. I don't but like his accent. You don't? Yeah, well, a lot of the accents were, I mean. Yeah, a lot of the accents I were. Just, the only thing I didn't like was I didn't really believe that a lot of them were Russian. Right, I know. Like the semen, yes, the semen. I believe were yes, s- like Russian. Samuel. Give me yeah, a break. A lot or, of those guys. Or the other guy, the Ferris Bueller, the doctor guy. guy yeah, or the doctor. No, no, guy. the doctor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah, he's not Russian, but Sean Connery you can totally. I believe he's Russian. Well, then he wasn't even Russian. He was Lithuanian or whatever. Oh, that's they said right. He that's wasn't right. even he Russian. Say that, yeah. But I mean, I believed his character as that. Yeah. So I agree with that. Um, and that may just be us looking from the future past, knowing what these other guys have been in but 
They weren't Russian, though. No, they weren't Russian, yeah. But yeah, the seamen were definitely yeah, they looked, I don't even know if they spoke English. Yeah, they were. They played that well. <laughs> the singing, the, singing the Russian songs, which I knew that bothered you. Yes. The, I mean, it was beginning. fine in the beginning. I thought that was fantastic. Like, but it, oh, my God. It Russian? went on forever. It did go on for a while during the like, opening credits. And it was credits. so loud. It was. It was just like, I'm just like, what are we watching? It was like we're go- watching a Russian film. <laughs> Yeah, like Russian propaganda. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, are we getting brainwashed here? I'm so scared. <laughs> I don't know what I'm listening to. I don't understand the words. Yes. <laughs> I, my favorite character was actually the um, uh, Courtney B. Vance. He was uh, Seaman Jones, the sonar guy. The guy, the black guy that was the sonar. Oh, yes, yes. He was good. He Jonesy, was really yeah. good. Jonesy, yeah. yeah. Consort on Crazy Ivan. Seaman Jones is what his name, but Jonesy, yeah, I lo- I really liked him. I thought I wish I thought I thought he was gonna have a bigger role than that, but yeah. I mean he was he did. There was come a back lot of characters. There were a lot, yeah. and like I don't really understand what his purpose was for going on to the Red October. Like don't why did think he had like one. his whole job was to find the Red October? <laughs> he had a great job right. in the whole drama He's there for support that, and like why are you on the ship? Like yeah, are you, are you listening? Yep. Yep, we are on yep, the Red October. Yep, we are there. I found it. I'm standing <laughs> we're, inside. We're, exactly. <laughs> like, he was just a good character from the Red October. They already had like two, three actors yeah, from that. Yeah, just had to make it even. That's all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I thought that was funny. But I liked him. He had some really good scenes in that. Yeah, I did too. I, I don't really him. have a worse or un, I don't really have a bad uh, actor. I think everybody did a great job. I didn't really care for the doctor. Yeah. He was kind of super annoying, but I think that was the, the point. Yeah. He was supposed to be kind of a... Uh, well, he was like the outcast. Yes. You know, yeah, he yeah. was like, they waited for him to leave. Oh, they sent him on a whatever. <laughs> it felt so sad for him. Yeah. That guy was like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> get out. <laughs> he didn't even get to eat his dinner. I know. None of them did. They stopped eating. Like, are y'all hungry? Oh, like everybody, they- <laughs> yeah, everybody but Sean Connery. <laughs> I thought, uh, but yeah, this, the whole, uh, the whole movie was, was, was interesting. Like you said, it was the chess game of it all of uh not knowing and it was really i thought that the writing was so was really good about it because the understanding of how to get these guys off the ship and and they had to you know they had to have a reason for them to right. get off like why are they getting off genius, the, yeah, yeah. they're like we'll just pretend like there's a leak in the in the uh, nuclear reactor and so they got to get them off and so like jack ryan recognized they had to get these guys off the ship like because they all can't go to America and all defect to America. I, mean, I don't think in reality. I don't think they all did want to either. No, but well, he, could, he was not going to be able to talk family. all of those. Right, he was not going to be able to talk all of them into it. Right. So he had to get them off the ship because all they had to go back and tell Russia, like, "Hey, look, America's got our ship, our submarine over there." So that was that was some. Yeah, those good were pretty writing. funny parts it's, with them yelling on the boat. Yeah, like, that was so fighting. good. They're fighting. He's fighting. He's gonna give him. He's gonna give him hell. <laughs> yeah, and then he blo- they blow up the other one. They're yeah. like, and they're like so defeated. Like, oh, and I thought it was that was really cool moments. Yeah. Uh, uh, that whole sequence, the ending sequences and stuff. It was a lot of good drama in that. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, it was the whole movie was really, really captivating. Really kept your attention to be like a non-action movie. You had you thought you had a couple of good quotes. Do you have any more of them? Um, I had. Yeah, there was a couple. There was um, when um, that uh, Mr. Pelt guy was talking to Jack in the uh, briefing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jack, I'm a politician, which means I'm a cheat and a liar. And when I'm not kissing babies, I'm still in lollipops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm a politician, which means I'm a cheat and a liar. 
And when I'm not kissing babies, I'm stealing their lollipops. Like, Man, that is so yeah. good. <laughs> You're like, he, just, he just painted a pretty good picture of a politician. Yes, yes, he did. Um, and then I think my favorite line of the whole movie was um, when, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Ram- Ramius is telling mm-hmm. uh, Jack, uh, Ryan, some things in here don't react well to bullets. And he says, yeah, like me, I don't react to bullets. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I guess he does react, he dies, but <laughs> no, that was pretty funny. Ryan. Some things in here don't react well to bullets. Yeah, like me, I don't react well to bullets. I feel like that line just got missed so quickly. It did. It like did. it, it kind of goes over. Because I saw it when I was looking at the quotes, yeah. and I was like, "Oh yeah, that was a good one." Yeah. I said, but it, it got missed so quick because of the action that was in it. You know, he right. just moved on to the next scene. You know. Yeah, uh, I like the one where he says, "Where Admiral uh, Painter," he says. Uh, he says, what's his plan? And Jack says, his plan? He says, uh, Russians don't take a dump without a plan. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> that's good. The average Ruski son don't take a dump without a plan. So I, I thought that was uh, that's pretty much it. I thought the smoking in oh this gosh, movie was yeah. out of hand. It was crazy. There was a lot of smoking. I'm like, why are you smoking? In a pressurized vessel yeah. under the ocean. It really bothered me. I was like, every time they lit up, I'm like, oh. I know. I'm like, oh no. I'm like, this is that for real? Yeah. So did they? I guess they really. I did guess they really that. did. Yeah, I mean, they like, didn't know. Ugh. The yeah. ventilation. I know they did in the navies, but I didn't know. Yeah. Like on like the like battleships and stuff. I don't know about the submarines. I'm, I guess so. I don't know. I mean, I guess back we then, do it if it wasn't yeah. a thing. No, no. So anyways, all right, well, we'll get to the his and her rating. So I'm really interested in your rating on this one because (laughs) uh, I really have no idea because this, like I said, this has been a wave of up and down of how you felt about this. And um, I thought you were going to come in bashing it or or just (laughs) confused and not have much to say. And so I'm surprised at how long this has gone on. Well, thanks. That makes me feel intelligent. (laughs) No, you've done great. Uh, Well, I will tell you, if you would ask me last night, I would have given it a one. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Okay. So, like I said in the beginning, this is a low simmer. Yeah. And so, after sleeping on it, even kind of doing my own research about things, um, which, I mean, none of that really, I mean, it's weird because, like, none of it changed my mind. Like, it didn't, like, convince me, like, oh my God, this is an amazing film. Yeah. Like, also, and I take into account that this is such a, I don't know if I would say cult, but I would, it is a very um, nostalgic movie for a lot of movie people who watched this in the theaters in the 80s, you know, uh, or 90s, 90s, sorry. 90s, 90s, yeah. I forgot yeah. this film set in the 80s, not filmed. Right. Um, but yeah, people in the 90s. Um, so I do know like this is a very favorite movie for them. I guess I kind of put myself in their shoes to see like what, like where they liked it and what they liked about it. And that kind of helped me to understand where this was coming from, I guess, and where the root of it was. Because I think that was what I was missing. And maybe that's my fault for not doing any research before I watch a movie, yeah. which is kind of the point. Oh, yeah, that's the point. It's cold. like you can go watch the trailers. Like a lot of times if we watch a new movie or something, we're like, do we want to watch this movie? And we'll watch a trailer. Yeah, I hate, take... I'm that person too. I hate watching trailers. So, I want to go in knowing I know, if you think you're going to watch it, you'll just turn the trailer off halfway through. You're like, yes, yeah, let's I watch will. this movie. Yes. And you just turn the, turn the trailer <laughs> off. I'm already convinced like in the next 10 seconds. I'm yeah. like, okay, let's go. Like, what is this movie about? Like, oh yeah, that was good. Let's go. Yeah. But, um, and then also being able to just like look back on, yeah, just, I mean, just rethinking over the, the movie plot again. and, all, and yeah. the direction and the writing and, and, and all yes. that. Yes. And I think the writing 
is fantastic in this movie. The yeah. dialogue is really great. The acting was really great. Um, I think the cinematography. It wasn't. Really good, it's but... not an interest of mine. Right. Um, I understand that. That's rewatchability is very low. <laughs> Right. Like I was very bored while I watched the movie, but again, obviously it soaked in there somewhere because right. I was still thinking about it. So saying all that to say, I would give this a solid three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. Wow. Yes. That was I didn't expect that. I yeah. was hoping for a three. <laughs> Got a three and a half. I think we always hope for a three. Yeah, yeah. But... I think three is a baseline. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Split. In the everyone, middle. everyone. Of them, I hope at least get a three. At well, I mean, I would have given it a three, but I really think the the dialogue in this movie is really there's smart. There's a lot of good. There's and... a lot of good aspects to the movie that right. that make it great. Like I said, the acting, the writing, the cinematography. You know, I, I think a lot of that contributes. The cinematography was really cool. Um, again, since I come from like a, I'm not film, but photography. Um, perspective. I do notice like camera angles and camera movement. We talked about that in Batman. Yeah. Um, and I thought they did a really good job of that too, making it believable that they were in a submarine because they weren't. No. You know, they were on a well, set. Well, they were on a set and this set was built like like 40 feet up in the air or something like that. And it was on, it rotated, like right. it could rotate 45 degrees. Oh, cool. And, and they were like, I think Sean Connery said it was like, he'd get like claustrophobic because I mean, people were on this little yeah. set and it was like 60 people like between camera crews and stuff and it would tilt, it would, they would tilt it to make it look like they're in a submarine. So, so yeah, a lot of those, and then they use the same stuff over and over. They just change the colors of the set. So like right, I figured the that. red and the blues and stuff. So it's really smart. And that's the thing I like too, is because it was a 1990s film. I think a lot of, like we talked about before, a lot of it is just smart filmmaking yeah and i can just really, really appreciate, appreciate it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i like that yeah well that's good i think after rewatching it this does have a good rewatchability uh i really wish i would have seen this before now like i would I wish i would have rewatched this movie it just comes up and watches instead of like because i didn't right. really know it i'm like i wish i could i wish i would have watched this movie again yeah. before <laughs> so this gives us a good there's a good platform for us to watch a movie yeah so I really appreciated it again. Um, I think, you know, if it came on, I'd watch it like on TV or something. So nice. it has a good rewatchability for me. Uh, I'm not a big military movie guy. I'm like submarines and stuff. I think the Navy, I really respect what the Navy does. Yes. Like that was one branch. That's one branch of the government of the military. I probably would not enlist in oh, if I had to. Not. Just the fear of. That was of, my other question I was going to ask oh, yeah? you. Oh, yeah. They, um, I think it was on. Yes, it was on the radio show that I listened to. I listened to Kid Craddock in the morning when I take the kids to school. It's a very wide uh, syndicated radio show, so right. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of it. But that was one of, I don't know where it came from or what they were talking about, but that came up was what branch of the military would you read, enroll in? I, I listened to a podcast and the guy did the same thing. Oh, maybe it was that. Was that it? No. Oh, Uh-oh, man, you're sorry. talking to Siri on your phone. It was it. Because remember, we were, we were, okay, that was, was what it? it was. That was, and they said the Coast Guard. Yes. Oh, that's why right. it was. List. I thought that was this wow, week. Wow, we was... are. Um... Oh, we're up. Yeah, we were we actually. We do live in the same world. <laughs> yeah, we were both. All right, for the audience to catch up. Wow. I'm so glad. All right, we were on our way home from the I beach. Old. From and I was listening to a podcast. I was, I was happy. But I thought I listened to because it was the one that came out that week, and then I listened to that po- uh, that podcast. A different episode, new episode this week. So I thought that was this week. So I thought you were like, oh my, wow, that's interesting. But it's actually, we were listening to the same podcast <laughs> on the way home from the beach. I thought 
I thought you, you were know. asleep too because you were you actually had your headphones in watching. No, not stuff. that. Not, not that there. Part. A lot yeah. of that time you yeah, were yeah. when I was listening to the. podcast. No, but that story was really funny because I agreed I would pop into the Coast Guard as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was who? What was the guy? I can't remember his name. John Chris. John Chris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was John we Chris. We really like John Chris. Net, net positive is the, is the podcast. Yeah, let's plug the podcast. Yeah. Like they need to plug. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> So, but yeah, That's I, I so thought sad. about that. I thought about that too, and I do. I did. I, I really wanted. thought it was on Key Credit in the morning, and then I started thinking about it. Wait, wait, no, it wasn't. No. And then you're like, I heard about that too. <laughs> We're so stupid. Oh my gosh! Wow. Sorry, sorry, folks. <laughs> you just went on that journey with us. <laughs> Hope you buckled in because that was wild. <laughs> so be confused if you're if you're hanging with us so far. Yeah. We'll get back on topic. <laughs> But, but I, did, I did think about that earlier, which branch of government would I would do? I would not do Navy because I'm scared to death. I was scared to drown. Yeah. Like, it's very like, hard. Yeah. Being on the open ocean. Like, a lot. I, I mean, I still me. want to be in the army. I don't like having bullets fire at well, me either. No. So. <laughs> well, exactly. So anyways. All right. So let's move on to what we're going to watch next time. So this is your pick. Have you picked it? I, I have. I did okay. pick it. I picked it right before we recorded. <laughs> okay. Because I meant to give you the reminder right. to pick. I have a list. So I okay. just kind of went any, meeny, money, moat. And I'm just kidding. Um, okay. Well, no, for our 10th episode, I pulled yeah. out the oh, big guns. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Pulled out the big guns. All right. So I think I talked about Pretty Woman was one of my favorite movies. It now is one of my most, least, okay, huh? Okay, sorry. Oh, it is my most rewatched movie. <laughs> okay. Just because I love it. It's such an easy movie to rewatch, um, which is not my rewatch movie. If you're into movie. that sort of thing. <laughs> yes. Hush. Um, now my, now my rewatch movie list is getting full because I'm also adding um, You've Got Mail because I really liked watching that yeah. again. It remind, I guess, this is really reminding us of like why we watch, we, we rewatch these movies. It reminds us why we like these movies. Yeah. Because some of them we hadn't seen in so long. You're like, yeah, I need to watch that again. Yeah, I well, also it depends. Like, put it on my rewatch list. I watch Pretty Woman when I'm sick because it makes me feel good. And I'm like, You've Got Mail would also make me feel good. Yeah. Or if I was no, sad. You need, re- <laughs> you need to rewatch that. You need to watch that with Ella. Like oh, you I already will. told her. Yeah, you already yeah. told she, her. You. I don't know if she would like it because it's so far removed from well, I think we talked our about, world. Yeah, I think we talked about. <laughs> yeah, that we probably did. We'll but anyways, on. I'm pulling out the big guns. I'm pulling out one of my favorite movies of all time. All time. Of all time that you have not seen, and it's not Grease. Okay, that's on the list, but I'm not going to torture we, you with that thank, yet. Thank God because we watched the musical <laughs> on the boat. We were on the cruise, <laughs> and they did Grease the musical, which I enjoyed. I'm like, and then I'm thinking the whole time, I'm like. Oh my gosh, if Megan picks this movie to watch <laughs> soon, I am going to be mad. <laughs> no, no. This is my favorite movie of all time, and I was so shocked that you had never seen it. Probably about as much as you shocked that I've never seen James Bond. Um, I want to see if you want, I don't want to see if you guessed. What's your first guess if you think of what it was? I really don't know. I'm, trying to, think, I, I'm trying to think of the conversations we've had recently that you were shocked Besides about. Besides Grease, because I was surprised you had never seen Grease either. Dirty Dancing. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Dirty dancing. Dirty dancing. You're it's happening. Me. No, it's happening. Oh, folks. It's happening, y'all. Folks. All the ladies are going to be so happy. Folks. <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> are we doing that next? Yeah. Can we get a pick when we do that one? Are you for real? <laughs> <laughs> just are we changing the rules <laughs> mid episode or mid podcast? I'm just kidding. I digress. <laughs> no, it's. My pick yes, is the 10th episode, and I'm picking a banger, okay? Look, I do know that this has a big following. Yes. A big fan base. 
Uh, I will tread lightly. <laughs> yes, it's also with the late Patrick Swayze, yeah. so you have to be nice. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know. Is this real? Is it a musical? It's no, not really it's not. Musical. It's not a musical. I know, like the music. It's, is it's iconic. I know the music dancers, is iconic yeah. in it, and I've seen all that, and I know the the famous move from Dirty Dancing. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't know why, and I think that will help you like the movie more. Who's the actress in that? I can't even. You don't even care. You just, watch, you just watch it for Patrick Swayze, don't it's you? It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Those hips don't lie. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, we're watching, uh, what's that movie? Uh, Roadhouse after that, then. <laughs> Fine by me. Anything Patrick Swayze, and I'll watch it. <laughs> Is it in Ghost? Yeah, that's no, I don't, well. we're not gonna do. We're not gonna do a Patrick Swayze. You won't like Ghost, I don't series. think. It's also Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, nope. <laughs> That's also we should have watched that this month because of Halloween, but it's okay. I'm picking. That's not a Halloween movie. It's just about ghost. It's, a ghost it's it. about ghosts. Just because it has a ghost in it. Not a ghost. It's about ghosts in general. You don't even ever seen it. You don't even know. You well, I just know that he's a ghost. Know. I don't know. You don't even go here. Okay. I, don't, <laughs> I want my pink shirt back. <laughs> All right, I we gotta to close this up. We're gonna be this going on forever. Gone. Way longer than I thought. I thought it was going to be like a 45 minutes tops. All right. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Dirty Dancing coming up. Okay. I'm All excited. Right. I'm excited to torture you. <laughs> uh, sorry. We're, no one listens to us anyway. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for sticking around this long. I hope you all enjoyed the, the podcast. Uh, stay Like Megan said, stay tuned for her yes. pick. Yay. It's going to be... <laughs> great yes it is you should be excited smile i am smiling <laughs> under the pain under the tears <laughs> under the tears uh all right thanks everybody love you love uh, you love you <laughs> love you love all you right. love you uh all right stay tuned bye guys bye